Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the True Achievements podcast. Unfortunately, we don't have Rich with us this week. He's away working, hopefully hard, although I think he's Twitter this morning said he was hungover, so... <laughs> it sounds like he's working too hard. <laughs> but as always, we have Jack with us. Hello. And returning once again, we have Mark. Hey guys, my uh, I have my new mic, so I'm remastered today. <laughs> it's like 4K for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump straight onto what we've been playing. Uh, I think Mark's probably played the biggest amount, so let's go through what you've been doing. Yeah, I think that's usually the case. Uh, <laughs> a couple of them were just with my son. Somehow Joyride Turbo ended up on my list this week. Uh, we, we popped one achievement in that. And unfortunately, one of them glitched on us years ago, so to, to ever complete that, we have to delete all our save data and start over. Neither of us are into that idea. But we did get one more there. I got a couple more in Forza Horizons, uh, Hot Wheels DLC, which is still fantastic. I think <laughs> last time I was on the show a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how fun that is and how it's my favorite DLC ever. So <laughs> my son and I went back and we, we never finished it off before. So we're still kind of tackling some of that. And it's still the best DLC of all time, I think. It's, <laughs> it's just so good. But for the, for the most part, I've been playing, uh, I finished L.A. Noir, which was a gift from Santa Claus, also known as the Misses. <laughs> and then I started, I don't have, I, I don't know enough of it to weigh in with an opinion yet, but I started Shadow of War, which is, uh, is pretty cool so far. It, um, I maybe have to put it back for now because I just finished Assassin's Creed, so I'm kind of burnt out on sandboxes. <laughs> I can't do with any more uh, map icons, but... And then I'm, re I'm reviewing a game, but uh, I'll have a review up for that probably Monday, I think. So you, I'm not going to say anything about that one yet. <laughs> okay, so how did you find going... Did you play L.A. Noir originally on the 360? Yeah, I did. I actually completed it, and I thought maybe I'd complete it again this time, but uh, I wasn't into doing the collectibles and things like that. I, I just don't have time for that like I did in 2011 or whatever when that game first came out. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's, it's good. Like I said, I couldn't play it on switch cause I'd creep out the other people on the train just inspecting <laughs> corpses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so it was, it was good to play at home and in the, in the comfort of and privacy of my own bedroom. <laughs> Did you find yourself playing it kind of differently from how you played it originally? Kind of going for maybe the, the options that you hadn't picked in the interrogations or. I pretty much, I kind of not really cheated, but I followed a guide this time just to like find all the clues. Uh, there's actually, well, it's funny. There's, there's a great guide online on, on TA, of course, uh, that I was using. I just followed the 360 version, even though some of the verbiage is different. It was easy enough to translate, you know, but then in the middle of using that, uh, I think it was lucky conqueror Two. He assisted in, porting it to the xbox one version so eventually it, it it was like updated and but essentially it's the same guide for both both versions now but i i pretty much just followed that but yeah it's still good it's this very strange game i've i've been talking with the guys about playlist i, I want to put it on the list later see if people voted in i th i think in a lot of ways it's really bad and yet i still kind of love it as well <laughs> it's it's, just, it's the strangest game i swear Hopefully we get a chance to talk about that on our show and in our event later. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Jack, you've played games again. Two weeks on the track. <laughs> yes, I have. I've <laughs> played 
Dead Island Riptide, I've been churning through the cooperative on that, so there's complete 80 missions, complete all the main story missions, jazz like that. So just tidying up and I think it should only be a few more hours until done with all of the missions on that, which would be nice. And then I've actually got the international version to play as well. <laughs> so started off with a Japanese one as a treat. But and then I've been back on Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain as well, which is still fantastic. I don't know why I'm enjoying it so much. It's just kind of a lot of walking around, a lot of small missions and jazz like that, but it just seems to appeal for some reason. So, Did you buy that? Are you playing it on Games Pass? Isn't um, it, or is it gone off Games Pass it, now? It was on Games Pass, but I ended up buying it. So I watched my brother play a load of it over the holidays, and I thought, I'm going to have to play this. And I originally thought it was Games of Gold, then re- had a realization it wasn't Games of Gold, but it was in the Christmas sales. Mm. It was 18 quid for the kind of a gold edition, I think it's called, mm-hmm. which included the game, the Ground Zeroes version of the game, which was kind of a demo to test the engine, which was Games of Gold at some point anyway, so I already had that, but a load of little pieces of DLC as well, so some different weapons for the game. Nothing really makes it easier, but um, it just adds some extra things for you to do. Did you play, because one of them did, I'm pretty certain one of them went games with gold, or was it free maybe, like the, the demo thing for it? Was yeah, it, it was zero? the, yeah, it was the Ground Zeroes one, so that was included in this bundle. So I haven't played that yet, but if you do play that, um, you can actually transfer your data from that to Phantom Pain and get some progress in there. Okay. So it's probably worth playing that one first. I've done them in the stupid backwards order, but... <laughs> <laughs> But her, so then historically are you not a huge fan of the series or are you i'm a pretty big fan it was one of the first games i really invested time in it was metal gear solid on the playstation 2 that's kind of my growing up it was always nintendo and kind of shared consoles and then the playstation 2 was mine so it was kind of like the first console i remember sitting and investing some proper time in but metal gear solid 2 was one of my all-time favorite games Oh, okay. I asked because the uh, they're doing that zombie game, Metal Gear Survive, and it seems like most fans hate the idea of it. But I was kind of mm. looking forward to it because yeah. I don't care about the story in that series. So if it's just that engine, you know, because it, it runs pretty well, it looks great, it, it feels really good. Yeah. So if they're just taking that, then that might be fun. Yeah, if it's more of that, then definitely. I think, I think a lot of people, people will always complain about everything, but if people went back <laughs> and played the original... Metal Gear Solid, like I say, it was one of my favorite games and I have really fond memories of it. If I went back, it probably feel really kind of clunky. The controls wouldn't feel great compared to this one now. Yeah, I think it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Rose tinted glasses and all. <laughs> all right, so this week I've only played one game. I've been busy as anything at night. And it is the new DLC pack for Aero. It's, uh, it's all it is, I think it's like four pounds to buy which isn't too bad you get three new songs on it and then it adds similar kind of achievements to the main game where you've got to play it on the three different levels and get five stars on each song it, it wasn't too hard I've, i haven't played it like probably for about three four months so a bit rusty but took a bit of practice it probably took about four or five hours so not too bad we should have saved it now because after completing it, they sent over a code early for me to play. 
And then now that GTA SC has started and the DLC actually properly released a couple of, I think yesterday it actually released. So I'm like minus 600 TA for the week. So, <laughs> so I've got some catching up to do over the weekend. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. And we're, randomly enough, I've been playing Madden just for fun because I completed that when it came out. So just been doing the franchise modes on that and trying to figure out a salary cap and then getting annoyed by the salary cap and then taking the salary <laughs> cap off. So <laughs> You're trying to uh, keep yourself brushed up for that top leaderboard position. On the, think, uh, nice of you England to mention. Thank football. you. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple more. I think I've got some 360 Maddens, like 08 and 09 maybe to play through. Okay. So. I've got an 09 and I keep going back to it occasionally and it's supposed to be like a two hour completion but <laughs> I sit there for two hours and I have no clue what's going on <laughs> I just keep talking about sacks and stuff like that no, no idea so I just always end up closing it down <laughs> alright so that's it for what we've been playing this week I think Rich mentioned last week that we're going to be hopefully streaming again soon Mm-hmm. So we should have lots more to talk about in future episodes and hopefully I'll play a bit and we'll get Mark on because he plays a lot. So <laughs> he helps out. Uh, right, site news this week. We brought out our 2017 site leaderboards uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, Rich mentioned, I think, on the end of the year show that he had some fixing to do because the genres had changed earlier in 2017. But those leaderboards are now live. You can go and check them out. You can pretty much filter by everything until you actually force yourself to be number one on a leaderboard like I did. (laughs) Uh, And then there's uh, some special leaderboards on there for ID and Connect Required Games and Xbox Live Arcade. So go and check them out. And there's all kind of fancy sharing options and things if you want to show off your number one position in... American football games on the Xbox One in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so something we've spoke about for a while is like a site help feature because we quite literally get like a hundred plus people registering every day for the site, and they probably sign up, you know, just for the achievement tracking or maybe they want to use game clips or something like that. And there's so many features that people don't use and probably don't even know about. So we kicked it off last week. The first one was Gamer Goals, which seemed like a good time considering New Year's resolutions and things were going on. Uh, we got another one coming later today, and then hopefully it should be like a weekly thing where we just cover one little bit of the site and just give like a little how-to on what it does, which I think hopefully should help some people. Probably even... <laughs> like I was looking at stuff this week and reminding myself of things that were added years ago that I totally forgot about. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Probably helped me as well, to be honest. I always yeah. struggle. I look back at things and I'm like, when did we add that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I did, I did spend two months coding it, but yeah, I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday, GTA SC 2018 kicked off. I'm in it. Me and Treasy have got a team. Oh, Northern nice. Lads Love Gravy. Northern Lads Love Gravy. That's a good team name. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Treasy, we, we've got our um, little whatsapp chat going on trying to discuss tactics and things not doing very well for me obviously because of the aero dlc have you two entered yes i'm in a team with rich so that's gonna go well for you 
<laughs> yep, we weren't number one on the leaderboard because we were at one point because we were the first team to sign up. It was ordered in that way. Uh, okay. but I think that's as high as we're ever going to be. Anything super competitive like that, I usually avoid because it it just drives me crazy and it starts to change how I want to play. So I have to just avoid it in the first place. Okay, you play more than all of us, though, so you probably do better than us. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I just enter for the for the sight badge Back. and the laugh, but I've already got me called badge now, so I should. <laughs> I always find it kind of yeah, it does change the way I play slightly, and I'll get, like this weekend I'll, I'll probably blast through some stuff so I don't let Treasy down and get some points. I think for me it changes the way I play, but it's potentially in a positive because it means I actually have to play something <laughs> don't play clicker heroes <laughs> yeah well I've got, I've got clicker heroes primed and ready to go forever in kind of a sticky spot with yeah pop that last achievement yeah, it's nice save 200 it. gamer score save it for ultimate head to head for <sighs> topical oh could do yeah. <laughs> alright regular news it seemed like it started off quietly and then all of a sudden towards the end of the week it's gone pretty mental a couple of days ago, they announced that there's a new update coming to Alpha Insiders on the Xbox One. It's a next achievements feature. It's like they're probably the biggest thing for us. I had a look at it the other day. It's it's quite good. It's but it's limited. There's like you get like a little drop down and you can pick the closest, which is based off you know how we get like the achievement tracking. It's like going it, to be based on that progress, isn't it? But yeah. That progress is a little bit hit and miss. With it's if developers choose to add it to an achievement, exactly. And the so thing is, like, if you played, like, there's some achievements that I might not be able to do, where I'm, you know, quite high on the progress, and that's always going to be top of that list. And it only displays twenty. I, I suppose, yeah, as you say, all the progress is a difference. Also, you could have a thing, an achievement that's kind of get. 100 of these things and you're 99 of the way there and you could have one that's get two of these and you're yeah. about 50 percent of the way there and it doesn't weight them well it might weight them behind the scenes i don't know but the weighting would skew that i had a lot of stuff on there that i'm probably never going to play again and there's no kind of way to know to hide that off there which i think mm-hmm. could be good if you could say well i'm not playing this anymore okay get rid of this or maybe if you did it on games installed on your hard drive or something like that you know so you yeah can, so but yeah it's, i think it's a, a, a nice feature but it needs some work but you can change it to the closest uh the the highest gamer score rare achievements and things like that i so. saw you could do most common rare yeah which seems <laughs> like just a bizarre way of saying it. i would have just gone with least rare <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's a few things on there. There was like mini game hubs, which I didn't really check out or understand. Like the game hubs annoy me at the moment because it automatically subscribes you to it, doesn't it, if you play a game. And I've got to hide all that rubbish off my activity feed because that annoys me. But yeah, the achievement thing, I think it, it's interesting. I'm glad they're working on achievements a lot. So Yeah, it shows that they're still at the kind of forefront of their mind, doesn't it, which is nice. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely they're going to be around for a long time. Have you guys mentioned on the show before that uh, we we kind of have an in with somebody who works on all that stuff at at Xbox? It's a former. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. (laughs) He's so right with us. Well, like I've noticed now, there seems to be like in the past, Rich was in contact with one of them there. 
when we were doing like the achievement app and stuff, but there seems to be like three working on it constantly. Now there's Mr. Black Magic. There's uh, a couple of other people I've seen on Twitter who like are on TA and using the site and stuff. So yeah, it's quite <laughs> yeah, it's cool. cool. I did I say we'd be talking to them this year. So let's see where, where that goes. Don't know. Maybe we'll answer that in the questions in a bit. <laughs> Quantum Break is our weekly giveaway this week on site. Loads of ways you can enter, write a comment, retweet, follow on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. So get in there, bookmark that contest page because we'll be doing one every week. And Quantum Break's Xbox One Enhanced now, isn't it, as well? It is. Xbox One X. So is it? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That game's already looked beautiful when it came out, too, so that'll, that'll look really pretty now. <laughs> yeah, it did look great, didn't it? Gears of War 4, the updates continued. January update got announced loads of stuff I'm not going to go into because it's all sorts from game modes and tweaks to weapons and stuff like that but they did specifically mention new achievements uh, after the last update most most important part isn't it depends what they are because there was one update I did in like an hour that was quite good where they added some more stuff for the campaign and then there's like the recent ones in December was it like completely on crazy mega hard difficulty without firing a Nasher or a, yeah. a Lancer and stuff like that. So they, they, they see what they do. I'm uh, guessing the, they're going to do 500 gamer score again because everything, every update so far has been 500, hasn't it? Yeah, they get a lot so in this. I'm going to take it to 3,000 gamer score. <laughs> nice. should be mental. The patch is live now with a lot of them fixes, but it's to coincide as well with season three, which starts on 18th of January. So the achievements aren't here yet. So I, I expect they'll be here on the 18th. Uh, yesterday was the day of the remasters. Hmm. <laughs> uh, within like the space of an hour, two got announced. So the first one that got announced was Dark Souls remastered. Uh, that is coming on the 25th of May, I think it was. The yeah, 25th of May. It's going to be 4K, 60 frames per second on the X, and then just uh, upgraded resolution on the 1. Not a game I've played. I know you've obviously done a playlist for it last year, Mark. Did it look like it was in need of a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh... That was one of the toughest hurdles with that game. I mean, people talk about the difficulty, but... Uh there's a great guide on site. So it wasn't so bad there, but just getting acquainted with the really dated graphics of it was, was pretty tough. Uh, I, I kind of want to go back and play this remaster when it comes out, but I can't see myself starting over like it would require, like if I could somehow bring my save data into it, that would be beautiful, but I'm pretty sure that's not an option. So unfortunately, uh, I, I'm not going to play it, but to, for them to do it in 60, 60 frames, 4K, and they're adding six-player online, that's that's a really good remaster. That's that's like when you when it's done right. I hated the first episode. <laughs> yeah. It it was just it was terribly difficult. So um, not something I want to go back to and experience. Not even with six-player online integration. So. <laughs> Do you know when when you just hear of games and you just think straight away like that's not my type of game like that's always been my thing with Dark Souls. That that was my thing with Dark Souls too until I played it for a playlist. I swear that's that was like my biggest takeaway from the first year of that event was Dark Souls like forever changed me now and now I kind of give all games like a longer look. I think I actually wrote about that last week. And then the next remaster, Assassin's Creed Rogue remastered, is coming. On my birthday, March the 20th, whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, that's a game that 
when the I think it was released at the same time as Unity. So Unity came out on the one, Rogue came out on the 360. So I think that's a game that quite a few people have probably missed over. It's similar to Black Flag, I think. Bex, Bex reviewed it and she was saying it's basically they got a lot of the assets from Black Flag and kind of reused them with a different protagonist. So I've, I've bought it on the sale. I've had it on the 360. It's back compat. It's been back compat for a little while and I keep meaning to play it, but I think I'll just hang on now because this is another game that's getting the 4K treatment on the Xbox One X. Okay. Quite interesting, they said 1080p on the non-X editions, so does that mean the PS4 Pro is only getting 1080p as well? Mm, potentially. Uh, this weekend is a Halo 5 Guardians free weekend, but it's free for everyone. It's not just limited to gold members like other free weekends have been. It's available, I think, now and through, through until the 14th. And obviously, all your save data will carry over if you decide to pick up the game later on or play it on Game Pass or anything like that. So if it's on for the entire weekend, that'll give people just enough time to download it. When it's, <laughs> yeah. it's pushing on, is it like 110 gigs now or something? Yeah, is it really? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of playing it this weekend just to give it a try. I've never played much Halo, but I, I was going to burn my Games Pass free trial on, on that game specifically, and now it's free instead. So I was going to be like, oh, I'll just use that. <laughs> but yeah, it, with my download speeds, it won't be done in time. Yeah, it's a big old game. <sighs> sea of Thieves... Lots of people have been the like the closed alpha. They've announced the closed beta will be running from January the 24th to the 29th. If you are already an insider, you're going to get access to it, or you can also get access to it if you pre-order the game. I think that's one that Rich is talking about streaming, because that's going to be like the first time people can get a proper look at the game, because yeah, nobody's been able to speak about the, it or anything. At the, the NDA's on so it'll be people will actually be able to stream it and record it make videos all that jazz so it should be good i've been in the insider program because when we played it at gamescom two years ago like i i remember enjoying it so i joined the insider program then i think it took up until like december that year to actually get in and then every time there's been an insider weekend i've just been away or like they did it while we were at gamescom last year and stuff like that so this will be the first chance i get to properly play it which will be quite cool are you gonna in the insider program gonna check it out or pre-ordering it and gonna check it out i think it's one of definitely keeping an eye on because i did really enjoy it when we were playing a gamescom but it's one that i think you're gonna need a kind of an invested team i know you can play solo but i don't think you'll get much kind of the maximum enjoyment out of it if you were playing by yourself yeah yeah the the more i hear about this game the more i think it's going to be awesome and you know we're not supposed to know much about it but i've i've read from people who have kind of broken the nda and shared their experience but but it's always been positive it sounds awesome but uh as for this beta or and the alphas that they've had, I, I have kind of a sad story about that because I swore I signed up for the insider program like you know early into this the lifespan of of those technical tests they were doing almost like weekly for a while, uh, and I just kept waiting and waiting for my invite and it and I was like man I'm just I, I I'm just at the bottom of the queue I guess it, it'll come and then eventually I I think the last alpha test they did 
they said, all right, we're totally opening the floodgates. Everyone's invited in. Look for your invite. And I still never received one. I was like, <laughs> well, damn, I guess I never actually signed up. And now it's too late. <laughs> Maybe there's just an asterisk on there. And it was like, accept Mark at the very bottom of the page. <laughs> so now, well, it's, it's, yeah, it sucks. I, I wanted to play it. Uh, and now I'm not in the Insider program. And if you didn't sign up by December 1st, you don't get into the beta. So now I have to uh, pre-order okay. it to play it but i'm like well i don't want to pre-order in case i review it and uh, uh, so now i'm stuck without it <laughs> but it does you look good uh, pre-order get in then cancel your pre-order yeah nope. that's that's been cheap. <laughs> we'll see i mean it, it looks awesome it, if if reviews come out and and say like it's as awesome as it seems to be then uh i'll just buy it anyways and i only have missed one weekend in january well in addition to all the alphas that i thought i was ready for and never got into <laughs> I think it might be one of them games as well that's probably going to be tough to review prior to release. It might be one of them where they Ooh, don't send yeah. out codes until the game's actually out, if it's all online and running into people and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. True. I imagine they'd want people to get the best experience, yeah. So for the best experience, we need the people who were showing the game are probably yeah. rare employees at Gamescom in the pirate hats, and they gave you like these... Fake tattoo sleeves you could, <laughs> and they were They're all yelling at you, you with pirates on the shoulders and stuff. I, th I think that's the ultimate yeah. experience. Maybe you get a rare employee with each. Yeah, just to yell at you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the uh, all all the posts that are going to be going on about pirate jokes and stuff when it comes out. Uh -huh. Be interesting. Um, and last bit of news this week. A game that released into game preview, when was it, Matt? November, December? Yeah, probably around uh -huh. late October, November, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, November. we uh, streamed it, I think. Yeah, it was a, so it's Mutant Football League. It's kind of, imagine Madden with monsters and you can kill each other and decent, like set traps and things going off all over the pitch. It was from, stream, from you streaming, it looked quite cool. I think you've had the game for a while. Have you played it? Yeah, Did you, you sent me the code for review, but I didn't want to like dive into it and do like a whole season and then not get any achievements yet. So I'm waiting till it's like officially out and then I'll review it with that code that you sent me. And uh, yeah, I, I, I did I did mess around with it briefly just to see what it was like. It If anyone's played NFL Blitz back in the day, it's basically NFL Blitz without the NFL licensing. So they just replaced them with like Iron Maiden, like skeleton creature <laughs> guys, like basically. But yeah, if, if you like like arcade, uh, like... NFL Blitz style, NBA Jam style sports games. It, it's probably going to be pretty popular. I found the, I found the commentary pretty annoying, it's but a, we'll see how that goes. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I know you liked it. When they were arguing with each other and swearing at each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, some you know, some of it was real lowbrow. It was still kind of funny. I mean, yeah. and other times it was just like going on too much, and it was, it was, I don't know. It was, it was a little like lame at times but yeah there were, there were some good jokes in there too we'll, we'll see how it feels after you know several hours with it <laughs> uh, but that is coming out properly on january the 19th so should expect the achievements to hit soon and then obviously mark will be reviewing it so look out for that and that is it for regular news this week all right moving on to questions gonna get mark to read them yeah, the first one uh, we decided is question of the week. It's from Jesse Hill. He or she said, now that the death of the Connect is confirmed, what game would you say was your favorite for the peripheral? 
And in parentheses, it said, as a mixer watcher, it has to be Air Guitar Warrior for Connect, right? <laughs> so I think Air Guitar Warrior for Connect is one of the two Connect titles I've ever played. <laughs> the other one being Connect Slice Zombies, which I picked up because it was supposed to be, it's quite an easy 1000 gamer score, and I picked it up for a contest because it was a couple of quid at some point and my arms were almost falling off by the time I'd <laughs> trawled through like 800 gamer score it's just swinging your right it was basically Fruit Ninja but yeah. with zombies instead <laughs> um, it's quite interesting but Air Guitar Warrior is definitely um, quite a highlight I think that one was probably very good focus for studio that made it pretty much only makes connect games yeah they or still only, make them too only made connect games it's a break for them yeah <laughs> um yeah they released connect for or was it boom ball for connect a couple of yeah. weeks ago didn't they yeah i can honestly say that i've never really totally enjoyed a connect game the only times <laughs> i've played them is because of a review and i've kind of offered it around to everybody and nobody could so i've had to take it or it was for gamer score and other than that like i I didn't really enjoy it. I think probably Air Guitar Warrior was, like you say, was probably a highlight because it was shortish and you could, silly. But yeah, I never really got into the whole dancing around my front room and jumping about and knocking my telly off the stand because I'm bouncing around and all that kind of thing. It wasn't really for me. Yeah, I've almost played, according to my TA profile, I've played two games with that were connect required i don't remember playing either of them i don't i think someone else must have put them on my card but uh besides that i i you know i have a bunch of connect enabled games i never used the feature i, th I think briefly i used it in mass effect 3 just to see what it was like because i did get a connect towards the end of my 360s uh lifespan I don't have one for the one though. It, it's funny we gave this game, this Jesse Hill a question of the week, and yet we've all had limited or negative experience with the thing. But uh, you know, they have a point. It is, it it is worth mentioning. It is topical as an Xbox site and as Xbox enthusiasts. It's it's kind of um, time to eulogize it, I guess. <laughs> did I found when they did um, when the three? Oh, what sorry? When the one came out, and obviously at a everybody mandatory connect stuff like dead rising three i i thought some neat features like you, if you were loud in your house like zombies would hear it and kind of be attracted to you yeah or, alien isolation does that too which would be terrifying <laughs> oh there was a thing with um in, in, in dead rising three where if you like a zombie grabbed hold of you, you had to shake your controller up and down to kind of wiggle the zombie off you Stuff like that, I suppose if they'd have used it right, could have made games a little bit more immersive. But yeah, a lot of times it was just horribly crowbarred in when it like, reload! I didn't say switch weapons, I said reload! <laughs> similar in Rise, which was a launch title. And within the first 10 minutes of the game, if you had your Kinect plugged in, it'd say like, oh, shout fire at the screen yeah, do a volley of arrows and that was the only point of the game that you ever used that. Fire. <laughs> it's like, it kind of led you into a big tutorial about you told you all about the mechanic and then i honestly can't remember using it from that point uh, forward yeah. so. 
It's kind of sad, no I, I was found as well, like, I think you mentioned it before we we, we started recording the in FIFA, uh, the ad, like the thing where, but the, you could make substitutions with Connect, and I think there was a thing where if you were shouting or screaming and raging, like the referee had come and give you a talking to for the manager shouting at the the game or something, but... I remember talking in parties to people and all of a sudden it'd start trying to substitute a player that you didn't want to just pick up, you know, something you'd said that you didn't uh-huh. mean to do, which was a bit annoying. But yeah, I think it, the best use for it was for switching Paper games weight. or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, the voice commands were all right. The voice commands were, I said, I, I, do you know when you see the videos of the voice commands and they go like, Xbox, turn on. Like I'd have to sit in the room shouting like, Xbox, turn on. <laughs> I think yeah. um, for me the best features probably it was Xbox Record that yeah oh yeah day, just for recording a moment because it meant I didn't have to kind of deviate from the game at all like especially if it was an online game like a competitive shooter you don't want to be pausing the game and bringing up a menu to record something even if that is quite quick it gives you an opportunity to die <laughs> in the game so, yeah that is yeah. nice. All right, next we have uh, Sam Quark. Hey, I know that guy. Uh, he said, these rumors about a career for the Xbox profile, what do you think about it? Could it be an achievement replacement in the long run? And if it has some statistical basis, will you be looking to integrate it into TA? I think <laughs> to answer the second part, anything that Rich and company can integrate into TA with a statistical basis like that, we probably will. So we'll have to see... With in regard with regards to that, uh, we'll have to see what it comes to be. If it exists and we can get the data, something we'd definitely look at adding. I think um, it'd obviously weigh up the benefits for the community and stuff first. But yep, maybe we should explain what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of the there's not much information about it, and none of it's confirmed. There hasn't been any official word or anything. So I'm honestly not too sure where the source of this information comes from. But a couple of different sites have reported it. It, yeah, it originated on Windows Central. It's the idea of kind of a career and kind of changing your Xbox profile almost into a career and thinking of kind of tiers on top of what you've already got. So you have your achievements and stuff that you're earning, but more of a history of you as a gamer, I suppose. Um, so rather than just gamer score, it could add some RPG kind of like progression so you could have levels to on your profile you could have prestige and ranks um maybe you could earn experience by completing some of the new quests which um i think they did announce that stuff didn't they the quest stuff i wonder if they're going to retroactively reward people you know like especially people on ta where we all have like massive gamer score like i hope Mm -hmm. we don't all just like start an equal equal playing field i don't know maybe, maybe that's best if we do but, but i i don't see yeah. it replacing achievements i i think the no. idea is it's supposed to live alongside it right i think it's yeah it's supposed to live alongside it so i think achievements could play a big part in it so like you may you could have a quest for like earning 10 achievements in a game or something couldn't you if you go and do that then you earn some progression towards your career and it like gives you another level or a new badge or a new like rank or something could could be interesting though it would be interesting to see if they one if they do implement it into how they implement it so being on ta you've obviously got some kind of investment in achievements like if would you start 
tracking this as well, or do you just treat it as it's there and leave it? Or? It depends. It's supposed to be what I heard originally, like Mikey Barra teased it a while ago, was how they were looking into rewarding people who play, you know, rather than play many games and get many achievements, they might just play like Rocket League or Overwatch or Battlefield or whatever, but they'll play those for so long that they wanted to sort of give people a chance to to represent their commitment to those games. So, I mean, that that's not me in particular. Oh, I mean, my son and I do have like 600 hours in Rocket League, but besides that. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, so say that something happened and they said if you like score a, a thousand goals on Rocket League or you get some little badge on your profile or whatever it is they're doing, is that something you'd actively pursue? Or if it just happened, you'd take it or what would you... For for Rocket League specifically, I would, yeah. So I imagine people that play other games like we play Rocket League, that it, I think it'll be a big deal. I mean, people go crazy for the badges on TA, you know, like I, I could see people really getting into it. I, I quite like the idea of um, being able to, if, if they had a way to track multiple games, so say um, you'd played Dead Rotten or like you played Call of Duty World War Two, but you'd also done really well in Call of Duty Black Ops or some of the other Call of Duty titles and almost kind of rewarding you for progression in all of those titles kind of grouped together, almost like a series completion on TA or whatever. Yeah. That'd be quite neat. As long as it doesn't show your overall kill to death ratio from every shooter game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bit horrible. Might be like minus ten. <laughs> Pain X Killer says When do you guys think the original Fable will be backwards compatible? And you know, right off the bat we should mention that it sort of is. Uh the Fable Anniversary re- like the three sixty remaster before the Kind of came up before the sea of all these other remasters. Um, that one already is backwards compatible. It's been on sale a couple mm-hmm. times too. Uh, as for the original, that that would be what an original Xbox title, right? Which we haven't seen more of in a while. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. I was just thinking, like they've had uh, a bit of a habit this generation, you know, for remastering all the titles, like um, mm-hmm. proper full, like they did it with Halo Collection. They did it with Halo Wars. I think they did it with. Like, it, could they do, like, maybe remaster the game completely and do it as, like, a pre-order bonus or something, you know? If I think a, a remaster could be a better thing, because uh, things have came a long way, haven't they, in terms of games? And that was made way back in the day, and there's probably much better ways to code stuff, there's much better ways to kind of design assets, there's just much better ways to like, pack data in, stuff like that. They could make it tons, tons better, potentially, with an existing engine. Um, it'd obviously make it very different. Um, but I think re- remaster could be the way to go. But yeah, and we, Anniversary we, came out in 2014, so it's not that old that they probably, that, that they probably won't be able to do something with it. But obviously, Lionhead Studios are no longer there. <laughs> if they did do it, it'd have to be somebody else. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think... Uh... There's a couple studios that often handle remasters. I think Bluepoint Games. They might only work with PlayStation. I'm not sure, but they're they're pretty famous for doing remasters now. Um, but we, we should mention we wanted to touch on this one too because of the Fable Four rumors. Uh, yeah, Playground Games yeah. is working on something big. It looks like an Xbox exclusive. It's known to be an RPG, and now the rumors are swirling that it's Fable Four, which 
opinions seem mixed. I'm I'm really excited. I'd never played Fable until last year, and I played Fable Three, which is I found out after was the one that most fans hate, and I loved it. So I got the other two when they were on sale. Uh, so if they're doing more with that, I'm I'm open to it. Fable Two, I loved. I played it. It surprised me. It's kind of RPG light, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of fun. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. I'd never played three. I've got it. I just never went back to it. I played Anniversary, and I got to say, I just didn't find it as fun. Like I, maybe it was because it was you know quite old and a bit. Yeah, people say it hasn't aged so well. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I know people obviously love it, but it just didn't seem to bring me in like the first. That was like playing Fable Two did for me. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure about the playground rumors. It it might work out that it's true. I remember. Them, like saying they were working on the game and then they announced they'd found a publisher and stuff so I'm not sure if they'd announce all that stuff you know for a game that is exclusive mm-hmm. yeah and it I, seems like a, I mean I, I know the I know an RP they, they said they're working on like some action RPG which is a departure from obviously Horizon games that they've been doing so far I'm just not sure if if that's going to be a, a thing that they do in Fable like but it wouldn't surprise me if somebody is like, I can't believe that Microsoft did just say, we've got this pretty big, well-known, loved franchise and let's just drop it completely. It'd yeah. Be stupid I, if they are. Yeah, Phil, Phil Spencer seems to, yeah. Phil Spencer seems to want to write this ship and I think he knows people are crying out for more exclusives and it's, it's not important to everybody, but like when we ran a poll on site, it is important to a lot of people. I think more than half of the people that responded said it's either very important or the most important thing. So that, that's a huge market that you want to appease. And I think fable would be one of the easiest ways to, to make all those people happy. So if it's not playground, it, it honestly, it's starting to sound like it is rich isn't convinced. And maybe, we, I, maybe I should trust him. Cause I know he's, he knows the playground guys pretty well. Uh, but you know, for, it's just a hunch for him too. It's not like he has really any inside info. I, I'm willing to bet that it is Fable 4, but we'll see. How uh, much are we betting? Right. <laughs> oh, you like that? Uh, <laughs> you could bet a pre-order of a game. Yeah. yeah. I was, <laughs> was going to tell... I was so sure of it. I was actually going to dare Rich. I was, I was going to say, I'll bet you an Xbox One X just, cause, <laughs> just so you'd have to buy me one. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong and I'll own $500. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's definitely there's a lot of rumours swirling at the minute, like in the about um, about it's supposed to be coming this well year. There's well. like this is uh, Horizon Four, which I think is probably a given at this point. Like I think it, that's that's a given because it's well, it's almost their staple, isn't it? At this point, yeah, it's, it's what the, they're known they're for. This, this biannual the, release schedule, aren't they, with Turn Ten and then a Horizon and a, a Motorsport? So I think that's a, a given. There was an age rating that popped up in Brazil, wasn't there, for yeah. Horizon 4 yesterday, I think. Yeah, so that, that to me, that's pretty much a done deal. Once you see the the uh, ratings board leak, that, I mean, I guess those could be faked, but to date, I don't remember any of them ever being faked, so that one's pretty much set in stone no. for me now, <laughs> which is awesome, because, <laughs> you know, that 3 was a surprise for, for me. And I mean, you know, like I said before, I knew my son was going to be obsessed with it because it had it offered things with four wheels and that's just what he loves. But the polish they put into that game is so good. So if they're doing fable four, that'd be awesome. But you know, certainly horizon four is going to be incredible. Like we can pretty much just already 
accept that as reality <laughs> not even yeah, having yep. seen it yet yeah it's gonna be good i'm sure uh will cruz another another f- close friend of ours said with PUBG surpassing 3 million players on Xbox alone, which I think they just broke recently, uh, how long will it be until our favorite games copy the Battle Royale? I think it is already happening. <laughs> so more and more seems to be coming out with them. And the latest is Paladins. Yeah, it doesn't really Paladins. Fit. Have, yeah, they've added a Battlegrounds mode, which is basically a Battle Royale mode. Um which is interesting. So it seems it shows you that there's something there if they're willing to to do that. And I'm sure um, some other there was some controversy, wasn't there, about another game copying Player Unknown Battlegrounds? It was Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. But I'll tell you what, I've, I've played Player Unknowns and I've played the Fortnite one, and I just think the Fortnite one's a lot more fun. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. I don't like the look of it, so I can't get into it. For me, yeah, it seems I mean, more technical and almost slower paced because you've got to be doing building and stuff as you go. Yeah, you don't have structures. to though. Like you, you just, okay. you just, but when you're getting shot, you just stick up a wall type thing <laughs> to stop people shooting you. It just, I don't know. Like I, I've played Player Unknown, and obviously it's had a few updates now, but it was a bit of a mess when I played it, and I thought I'm going to leave it a while, try and like even in you know when you're getting like the pre-game lobby bit where you can around <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's glitchy. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it it was it was really bad like the frame rate there and then i got in the game and parachuted down and it was like wow this is so like the frame rate is just so bad at the moment on it so i kind of left it i think there was another patch released this week yeah it's I think coming the fourth soon, already so. yeah so I, they, I mean they're obviously working hard at it and i'll I'll get back into it for sure because I like that kind of game. But the No Fortnite seems really polished. It's they're adding loads of different things. Like they had fifty versus fifty, didn't they, around Christmas? Yeah. They they like changed all the maps to like a Christmas theme. Like there was bushes with like fairy lights on it, and you jumped out of a big Santa balloon thing and stuff. I don't, I don't. I just found that more fun so far. But like I said, I've not really got crazy. It seems into. like it's more community driven that way, doesn't it? It's kind of yeah. more of a. Whereas player unknown, it's literally hopping for kind of twenty minutes of action, and then you match is over. Plus, as well, it's free in it. Like this, you guarantee that there's always people online in that because it's free. Like my son plays it with his friends; they all love it. I've heard there's some, been some changes on the PC version of player unknown as well. Not the most recent update, which a lot of people don't like, and it nerfs the uh, you know you parachute in from a plane at the very start of the match. Yeah. It nerfs for distance that you can go with your parachute. So it kind of groups people together more and means people die more quickly in matches last for less time. Wait, that's yeah. PUBG or Fortnite? PUBG. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, so a lot of piece. I don't know if that's made it to the Xbox yet, but I know it's definitely on the PC and people don't seem to be happy about it. So. Mm. Yeah, that seems counterintuitive. We'll that kind of has any impact on their decision maybe it won't make it to the xbox maybe they'll revert that change but and, and more to will's original question um because now we're just reviewing those two but uh <laughs> he he's wondering what other games might might bring out battle royale uh, i know dying lights adding one which is 
crazy they they've that game came out like what three years ago now maybe just two but they're just adding stuff all the time and it doesn't even seem that popular but i mean granted i i think it's a great game and i'm I'm happy for the studio if they're doing well it's just crazy how much effort they're putting into it for what feels like a small community at this point Um, and then again to will's point i think also it's very likely that red dead launches with some sort of battle royale mode did Ghost Recon add one? I'm pretty certain it did, didn't it? I thought it was going to add one. Uh, I guess they just added four versus four, unless I missed another uh, right, announcement. Okay. But yeah, that that seems like another obvious one too. Although the map's too big yeah. in that case, <laughs> they'd have to they'd have to tone it down a little bit, put up some. There was a, a couple of games announced at E3 as well, wasn't there? Like there was that. Do you remember that? There was a couple oh, of games the Darwin Project and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. I don't know if it's a fad. Do you think it's going to go? I, I think like it's it? a fad in terms of the amount of games and the type of games putting it in, because it's definitely appearing in some games. That's questionable. Yeah, you didn't expect it. Yeah. yeah, but I think um, it is going to be a long-term thing as well. And the kind of games that do it really well and it works in, it's going to be sticking around. You know, it, it's like on the way out when Ubisoft tell you that you can play it with a friend on the tablet on the bus. <laughs> that was a thing for a while when every game you're going to have a drone with it with your tablet and then that kind of disappeared quite the division and stuff it's it kind of feel awkward for uh daisy as well they've they've been talking about daisy coming to xbox for years and years yeah. and it's kind of missed its window now like pubg's claimed that throne daisy's gonna come out to like no fanfare like a year from now yeah it's too bad and then our last question this week from dave crow said a lot of talk about xbox pushing more games this year after 2017 was focused on hardware and the one x what type of games do you think xbox is lacking in and where can they realistically make up ground quickly either by purchasing a dev or reviving an old franchise i'd say for games they're lacking in i you know maybe it's dying as some people say I, i disagree but i i would love some more like single player stuff like quantum break i think playstation does really well in that regard with but, you know, then again, it's because PlayStation owns so many studios. They can do Horizon because they own Gorilla, and they can do Uncharted and Last yeah. of Us. So, it it might be the case that they need to, and Microsoft needs to invest more in in some studios, some first and second party studios. Did anybody see a rumor about the Coalition doing something? Oh no, that would be cool. Yes, yeah, I did. I, I don't know. I. I can't remember where I saw it. I think it might have been over Christmas that the, the coalition is supposed to be working on something that's not Gears. It's another game. I, I don't know. See how that goes. But they definitely need, like you say, something. But like a proper franchise. It's like they've done these story games like Quantum Break, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then Alan Wake, and it's gone. And neither. So of you want kind of like a, a a big almost action adventure that has a story that can span multiple games. So yeah, like a series like, almost. I mean, yeah, so Alan, something like Uncharted. Or, yeah, 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 pretty exactly. much. Like Alan Wake could have been that. player experience. Yeah, Alan Wake could have been that, and it wasn't. And then Quantum Break. Alan Wake been was that. a bit niche, wasn't it? Quantum Break seemed a bit niche as well. Yeah. It's almost like they've got to go more general to captivate the mainstream audience for to allow something like that to continue. Because otherwise, they'll make one game and they'll go, "Ah, oh, well, it didn't sell well." can't do another one now even if they have plans for another 
Yeah, well, Quantum Break got caught between two yeah, worlds because I'd love to see they wanted it to it was trying to be a TV show. Wasn't yeah, it? They, that was like the yeah. Don Matrick view of things when Xbox like was going to be like so TV focused as well, and uh-huh. you know that came and went before Quantum Break even released. But then they'd already put all the money and the resources into it, so it kind of had to still go through with that. And it was a cool experiment, but you know, if they ever did a sequel, I don't think we'll even get the live action portion of it yeah. to be honest they'd probably say like all right what's the point you know that's not really our focus anymore i, I was think that's probably with microsoft ips they kind of try and crowbar you know when they, they they have these weird features that they kind of bring in and they try and try and crowbar it into crowbar that's because crowbar <laughs> crowbar into everything so like yeah with you, they were doing all this tv stuff and then it, like quantum uh-huh. break another tv and then like fable they brought out connect games for it and stuff and it's like just let a game be a game and let it be what it is yeah you know, and trying to work into every facet of revenue they can or yeah let's add loot boxes and games as a service to everything and just just yeah make it, a game and let it be good sadly it seems like that's what they they think of as like their end goal is they want to make everything games a service whereas Sony, because seemingly because they own so many like prestigious studios that they like making these these single player games to exist almost as like uh, just like award winning things just to sort of prop up the the platform. You know, like some people have speculated that Uncharted might actually not make money for for PlayStation and for Sony. And, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But if it doesn't, that'd be remarkable that they're still, you know, they've done I think five of them now counting the new one that came out last year that was supposed to be like DLC and it ended up becoming like a mini game. You know, if, if those aren't making the money or, or even much money and they're still putting the money into it, that's something that I don't see Xbox doing enough of. And, you know, maybe, you know, it sounds counterintuitive, but even it's working. It, so <laughs> even if it's not making money directly in terms of sales, like it's a console seller in it. Yeah, exactly. When, you think, I, when, you, when you're deciding on a console and you see, all these games, single player games and stuff that you can buy on the PlayStation compared to Halo five, Gears Four, Forza Seven. <laughs> it's yeah. Like... yeah, I mean I I thought Gears Four was great and I love Forza, especially Horizon. I don't play much Halo, but that there it really feels like that's all they, they have. And and I know there are exceptions. We you know, we probably aren't giving them enough credit there. There are other things here and there. Uh I think Sea of Thieves is actually, you know, like we said before, I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm really excited for State of Decay too. But even those it's like multiplayer focus. You can probably expect some sort of loot box in those and they're just not uh committed to just making something just for the prestige of it, like you said. Like, you know, if it doesn't make a money directly on game sales, it's going to be the decision-making game when people are looking at both side-by-side side in the store. Yeah, I'd love to see Rise again. Like a Rise 2, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Even though the the, the combat was a bit samey, repetitive. Like, I enjoyed that kind of mythical kind of story that was going on. I mean, you got that could have been like a, a God of War type series if they'd yep. have gone on with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. They're... I think that worked as well because it was a time period that not many games touch on. Yeah, it? yeah. That was a good launch title. It's like it did see like they they were trying at the beginning of this generation, and then they kind of just. Well, there were lots of rumors for, um, for a rise to based in was it like Roman Britain instead of? Uh... It's like, I just keep seeing like. Um, Rumors of Rise, but, but that was obviously really ages ago. Crytek 
I don't think they downsized. <laughs> I think they almost shut down. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there was um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. What was the one with like the energy drink? Sunset Overdrive. Oh, Sunset, yeah. Sunset Overdrive, like that was just a fun, quirky game. Like, and then yeah. that seems to have gone. I played that very recently, actually, and that would be ripe for a sequel. Well, they Definitely. said they're open to it. They said they they just need to find a publisher, and they you know so they tweeted that at someone who asked online. It's yeah, it makes you you know again it puts it in the spotlight. It's like why is Microsoft not like knocking on their not door? Picking this up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. crazy. <laughs> if if yeah, I was but, Sony and saw that tweet, I would have been like, I've been straight in there, yeah, sticking yeah. my foot in the door so they couldn't <laughs> shut it. Yeah, I mean, and it, again with uh, you know Remedy, we talked about Alan Wake and Quantum Break two you know beloved if not if not huge games like they both have like people that love them i mean i'm certainly one of those people myself and their their next game they haven't announced it yet they're just calling it p7 right now because it's their seventh game uh Mm -hmm. it's it's multi-platform you know so microsoft you know even lost sort of that second party relationship that they've had for a few years the remedy's kind of moving on and just branching out to, to everybody i'm sure it'll be on xbox as well but it's not going to be the part of the console selling lineup anymore you know okay that's the last question for this week thanks for sending them all in and uh i'll get in touch with you jesse and let you have a rummage through the sack uh, <laughs> new achievements jack yeah i've had uh had a few um, <laughs> as usual uh, so we had another aca neo geo so i'll hit the king of fighters 98 so they're cycling through every single year <laughs> known to man. Uh, same achievement list as usual. Uh, we had two new Windows 10 titles. We had Windlands and Tea Time Golf with 29 and 18 achievements respectively. Uh, Full Metal Furies with 36 achievements. Vesta with 21 achievements. Space Hulk Ascension with 47 achievements, Rift Star Raiders with 49, Marooners with 34, Immortal Redneck, which sounds interesting. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 44 achievements. Uh, 2064 Read Only Memories with 64 achievements. Oh, wow. That's a lot for I like that. where they've gone with that. Yeah. I was expecting 2064, so I'm pretty disappointed. <laughs> no. And then the vanishing of Ethan Carter with 14 achievements. I think you've played this, haven't you, Mark? Yeah, I played it on PlayStation. It's yet another PlayStation. Uh, indie game. Sim. Oh, yeah, it's a walking sim, of course, so I love it. But <laughs> <laughs> it's yet another indie game that you know presented itself as PlayStation exclusive, so I bought it years ago, and now here we are. I'm going to have to get it again on Xbox. That happens so like three or four times a year that happens to me i'm like oh this game looks great like firewatch edith finch night in the woods Uh i played all these games before and then they finally come to xbox uh like with no fanfare months later it drives me crazy (laughs) you say at least least you get to play them again and enjoy them though so that's one thing Uh, an id walking sim there's only one person who's going to review that really (laughs) (laughs) well I, i i would say that Bex would probably like that one too. I'm not sure if she's played it, but yeah, probably one of us will end up reviewing it if, if anyone. <laughs> okay. And then following on from that, we've had a couple of new DLC packs, three new ones. Uh, Ward C in Dovetail Fishing with 10 oh, wow. achievements for 200 gamer score. It's crazy they're bringing out DLC for that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems odd. Uh, 
maybe not crazy. There's obviously a bit of a following around it, though. It was, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just weird when you see DLC. That mean you know that means people are sticking around, like staying in that studio, like heading into work, and that's yeah. It's just some of these games that get DLC. It's like who is this for? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think this is potentially it. It's a game that may have more of a following on PC, and maybe they're making the content for PC. Oh, okay, why yeah. not release it on Xbox if they're doing that as well? Yeah. So I suppose that's sensible. Uh, Neverwinter had the Swords of the Colts update with three achievements for 30 gamer score. And Assassin's Creed Origins got its first DLC called The Hidden Ones with eight achievements for 210 gamer score. And I heard that increases the map size too, as if that was necessary. <laughs> Go on. I've not... I've not looked into any of the, like, because the, there's been, like, little DLC things released, haven't they? like, updates and stuff. I've not looked into uh-huh. any of them yet. But, yeah, I'll check out if it's got achievements now. I'll be all over that one. <laughs> but, yeah, like you say, the map is huge. Okay, let's take a look at what is coming our way over the next week. So, we have today, we've got Flying Tiger Shadows over China. Which sounds amazing. Uh, we've got <laughs> next week. We've got Inner Space. Not a, a, God, some of these games I've never heard. Inner Space. Not seen anything about that one. Uh, we've got Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition. That's Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday we've got Twenty Sixty Four Read Only Memories and Full Metal Furies. Uh, Thursday ACA Neo Geo. <laughs> ACA Neo Geo Power Spike 2. <laughs> and then. <laughs> I think we can guess the achievement list for that one. <laughs> Next Friday, we've got the Aquatic Adventure of the Last Human, uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Vesta, Mutant Football League, and Beholder Complete Edition. So, anything on there tempting you boys in for next week? Uh, don't think so. <laughs> Well, not for me because it's it's like eight bit style, but twenty sixty four is is a really well regarded game that'll probably have some fans. Uh, and then yeah, Ethan Carter. I thought Aquatic Adventure of the Last Human sounded like a a quirky little walking sim for me, but it turns out it's not. It's totally different, so I'm going to ignore it. It's a swimming sim. Oh yeah. <laughs> me and football league, I'll play just because you know me American football skills. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it for me. Well, it's a whole different skill set okay. for that one. You have to learn how to like behead people and clothesline their, <laughs> yeah. their like shoulders <laughs> off. Or... <laughs> I played Far Honor, so I've got a bit of the choppy and I've got the the Madden. <laughs> I'll be all right. All right, and then uh, I'm going to announce in the forum thread for last week's podcast the winner of last week's competition, where you can have a hold through our sack. So I'll give away a code in that. So by the time this is published, should be up and announced, and then. This week, our friends at Playground Games have given us a code for Forza Horizon 3 that we're giving away. The Xbox One X Enhanced Edition of the game releases on Monday oh, the 15th. That's so going to be that's beautiful. great. I'll be all over that again, cutting that Hot Wheels in 4K. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you want to win a code for that, Leave us a comment in today's podcast story, which will be up some point later on today, and I'll announce the winners next Friday. So get in that if you want a copy of Forza Horizon 3. And thanks very much to our friends at Playground Games for donating the code. 
And I think that's it, boys. Let's wrap it up. We're at just over an hour. Seems way longer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do we bore you that much, though? So. <laughs> A testament to our company. <laughs> it's three thirty where I'm at. Three thirty in the morning for me right now. So wow, that's dedication. <laughs> you're you're a good a good egg. <laughs> thanks very much for listening Uh, Rich should be back next week and we'll catch you later bye bye catch you later